0: Then, like. <laughs> <laughs> when I go down like this, but like. ride my face, hard to race, switch your pace, let me get a taste, your like. hard to chase, hard to race, switch your pace, I don't know what's going on except the Jay Z one.
1: Really, that's interesting because he was uh, he was getting criticized for that verse by yeah. the people. Pitchfork.
2: I don't give a fuck. I bet. Go. Hold on. Not listening to the album. I guarantee you the argument was that the movie is about Fred Hampton, who's a socialist, and then all the verse, half the verses on the album are about capitalism. And I guarantee you that they're like, "Huh? This doesn't make sense. It doesn't tie directly into the themes of the movie."
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, they, they essentially they said that they exploited uh, Fred Hampton's image and uh, Jay Z and Nas's uh, specifically their contributions were had nothing to do with what the actual movie was about. Yeah, you
2: tell me how that ASAP Rocky song is anything about what that movie is about.
3: There was definitely like a cognitive dissonance between. Like the, the lyrical content of a lot of these tracks and like the message that Fred Hampton was like pushing.
1: On that note, welcome back to the Clear Theory Podcast. Episode fucking 45. My goodness gracious. Let's sure show That's right. So inspirational. It's your host, Teezy, aka Young It ain't easy being wheezy. AKA, (sighs) I never take a shower.
2: Why not? Without a loofah. Ah, shit. Accessories.
1: Obviously. But, hot. Fire. Yep. Don't forget the super! Ah! AKA, Big face in the evening, bitches. It's coffee. A.K.A. Young Hove, A.K.A. Childish Bambino, A.K.A. Biracial Angel. I want the black dad. <laughs>
0: A.K.A. The detail. Back when Ricky was doing up teased, I was doing dinner with I didn't trust No matter what Drake says, got I never got had dinner with that fucking
1: line. No album.
2: Torny CL. I don't even think that's real. Built like a tortoise. Like, what, what, what does he do? You see the really trailer good. for the Mortal I, Kombat movie?
1: I have not watched I,
2: this it. This is for Tyrell. I I did. It's fucking dope as hell. I really want a Tekken movie because I want to know what the plot would be for Kuma, the big the big bear.
3: Ah, oh, fuck.
2: What like what what would like the bear just, contribute to the movie?
3: Yeah, I feel like they just <laughs> would like like relegate him to like a cameo in the back. Rawr. Is that is that the way well, he's the main it, character? It, it, it's subtitles and then brackets in the bottom rar he's it's
2: it, they actually reboot little bear with kuma from tekken
4: <laughs> little bear
2: mayor of smack city are you even smacked um, tonight
1: i'm sipping on a He's new not cider that i'm trying he is
2: not smack this is a fake title you're supposed to be completely trashed right now
1: shilling hard cider it's kind of good are you, it's, so it's you're not like trashed
2: like last week Yo, had listened to that episode?
1: And, oh my god! And you
2: were like, "I gotta, I gotta tone it down a little bit."
1: <laughs> oh man, I was sloppy. Yeah,
2: I thought you were the mayor of Smack City, but this week you're just vice fucking mayor, I guess, or whatever you call vice that. mayor.
1: Well, <laughs> well, you see, Cz, uh, she had goals uh, in what uh, her she was doing tonight, and she had to be able to uh, use her fingers. Uh, know what they're doing and be in control of them because she's doing her hair. Ah, okay. I was like What
4: the f-?
2: No, What the fuck are we doing? Can you hurry up with your AKAs already?
1: <laughs> AKA Double AKA Fat the Hat, AKA Lager Woods, AKA David Ortiz, AKA Timmy Rollins, Tim AKA Young AKA Pie AKA Chug AKA Grill Sandy, AKA
4: Big Thick Built Bitch. Mm.
2: <laughs> That's my third down back. <laughs> I don't got. I don't fucking watch football. Okay, okay First Prince
1: of <laughs> service here. Cuts okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> he Different. Oh, he' different. With 17 straight All Star Game starting appearances. <laughs> oh my God, isn't he the goat?
2: <laughs> That's the greatest of all time, right there, man.
1: Aka okay, mod of the year four times in a
2: row across,
1: across
4: two, two two Twitch channels. channels.
2: One of, but only one <laughs> of them streams. The fucker keeps saying you won't play games. <laughs> <laughs> you got games on your Apple? <laughs> well, like we uh we tried playing Mario Kart. Then we tried playing Smash, and then we like a bunch of games, and then it turns out he texts me the next day on Discord. He messaged me on Discord and he's like um I was using the wrong internet connection that's why it wouldn't work and I was like fuck does that mean how do you do that
1: They've got multiple connections at back home now There's a
2: well it's on the modem you have like the 5G one and then the regular one and if you're not on the 5G yeah. one it's slow as fuck
1: Fucking rookie mistake It's your family <laughs> AKA about it, about it, Ellis, in Nebraska. I'm, I just,
2: I'm, so sick of this.
1: <sighs> you didn't, you didn't beep it out last week. I
2: laziness. I was surprised, shocked, flabbergasted. I skipped half the podcast. I didn't listen to that. <laughs> I added the necessary components, and then I <laughs> skipped to the, to the, to the. Um, to the shit show top five. <laughs> well, yeah, I wanted to hear my. Okay, listen. So, <laughs> the, the one thing that I noticed, like, whenever I go back and listen through, is that I'm just like, wow, Yosh is so creative, and is so <laughs> thought provoking, and, <laughs> and brings so much to the table, literally and figuratively.
3: You know, like, thought provoking is like more accurate than I would like really feel comfortable t- uh, telling you, but. Every time you gave me a new item, my mind was racing. I was like, hmm, how does this fit into <laughs> to the overall theme of Yoshi's well, Party? Thing,
2: but, like, I, we really painted really painted a fucking picture with, like, <laughs> relegating certain individuals to a corner to eat tater tot hot dish <laughs> versus, like, no one can talk for the first 20 minutes. Like, come on. It's an event. It's a Super Bowl.
3: The inclusion of index cards. Yeah,
1: that's important, too. A.K.A. CEO of the Silly Goose Hong Club Kong. A.K.A. TZ McTeaserson, Yes, sir A.K.A. your 2032
2: presidential nominee Did you see that he, uh He's doing nothing about ICE And he's actually just gonna let it rock The way it was in the Obama administration He, yeah, he just signed off on Letting ICE be fucking shitty again Yeah, well that's That's, that's, uh yep. That's politicians for, that's teasy for you what do you think teasy would do oh wait i think we're hey. running out of presidential we're running out of presidential music,
3: <laughs> we're out of presidential music. Oh, i know how long it lasts
2: because i have to fucking edit so. <laughs> whoa teasy whoa teasy
3: whoa teasy
1: and i'm and i'm here with some low energy homies uh, they,
2: they See, you're the one that's low energy you're the one that's not fucking blacked out yet so that's, that's pretty I'm the energy. only one who drinks
1: on Thursdays. I
2: do. <laughs> uh, I crush up lines. I crush up Adderall pills, and then I snort them so that I'm hyper-focused. Adderall, Adderall, Adderall. <laughs> add
3: I, up. I watched him do it at the fub place today. <laughs> the man was a little concerned, but he said nothing. I just started shaking. <laughs> <laughs> it's your boy Tyrell, a.k.a. Ishtamaza, a.k.a. Tyree Irving, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. Strong, Tall, and Handsome. A.K.A. You Flex. Best Believe I Churn. A.K.A. DJ Letter Grade Deduction. A.K.A. Coming in White Woman Like My Name Baby Bunk. A.K.A. <coughs> Suzuki Spliffy. A.K.A. Color Selector Color Corrector. A.K.A. Mm-hmm. Glizzy God. A.K.A. Comatosis Moses. Yes, A.K.A. Sir. Soggy Soup Supplier. A.K.A. Number one (laughs) runner, but I don't run. A.K.A. The reason we're recording on a Thursday. A.K.A. The chairman of the Rockefeller Reservation. A.K.A. Leave on squid-wielding schnauzers. A.K.A. Big T. A.K.A. Six console sihasapa. A.K.A. Perk K fire (laughs) A.K.A. Modding Twitch from the trunk of a clapped out Crown Vic appealing bait and blown shocks. A.K.A. Bigger disaster than a Subaru sliding sideways through the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. R.I.P. The Snoopy float. You will be missed. A.K.A. Yuck. Yuck.
2: a chorus them. <laughs> them. we got two of them <laughs> it's a course it's a course when you guys do your akas all right what's up young yosh aka famtasia aka ducky aka mexican simba aka short native but my dick tall aka black falcon mm-hmm. aka falco aka apple cheeks aka she call me yosh when i'm tweeting call me jordy won't be but aka honey Jordan. aka hoodie jordan A.K.A. She sucked me clean in the Civic. Now my kids are on Broadway. <sh Detoxone compares> A.K.A. Damn, tam- Jordy. A.K.A. Mumble Mayback, Jordy. A.K.A. Clairvoyant Falcon. A.K.A. Ooh. E.A. Falcon. It's in the wags. It's in the wags. A.K.A. Chef Jordan Ramsey. A.K.A. Young Yukihira. A.K.A. Jordy B. You know, you know I'm where at. I'm at, you know, where, you I know, know, I know where I be. AKA Baby Carrot Dick, but I still answer the fat dick. AKA Father Yosh preaching the gospel of the hardwood. Oh. <laughs> AKA Frog Lakes 31. <laughs> AKA Lord Pretty Falco Jordy. AKA Big Pot Yosh. Aka Latino Del Rey. AKA Virgin Ablo.
0: AKA it's... ASMR.
2: Wow. <laughs> <Yosh. laughs> Start doing, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get like really yes. wet noises So it sounds like Eating pussy or just like Eating macaroni and cheese It's gonna be fucking crazy up in this bitch for y'all I'm so be sorry Make sure you, you have up those up. airpods deep in your fucking Their fucking ear canals You gotta just be hearing me
3: inside of okay, your fucking brain a second now you're listening to me fucking little
2: A.K.A. King of the Fall guys A.K.A. Mayor of the Maranto. A.K.A. I'm winning I'm dreaming. Dreamin. I'm inspiring. 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 I'm silly. silly. So back, back I work hard. <sighs> I get, get mine. AKA, gotta hear both sides. AKA, game yep. six in Boston, game five in Detroit, game six in Cleveland, game seven in Golden State, game seven in San Antonio, game two in Toronto, game one in Golden State, game five of the bubble every single time! Get on this motherfucker. Did you miscount? Did I miscount? Game six in Boston. Game five in Detroit. Game six in Cleveland. Game seven in Golden State. Game seven in San Antonio. Game two in Toronto. Game one in Game Golden State. Game five in the bubble. Every single time. Okay. You're right. I
1: did fuck up.
2: Every single time. Again like on this fucking podcast. Eight and fucking hey, games. Damn fucking right. It's crazy. I thought you were gonna add some. I gotta I gotta like restructure it if I gotta start adding games from the same okay. series.
1: Fair enough.
2: And hey. What? Bro. Do you miss her? Because I miss her. I just. I miss you guys. I. You know what? I don't miss you, but I miss Guff Girl. <laughs> <laughs> A.K.A. Man. You for, you forgot to do the nest today, A.K.A.'s this week.
3: <laughs> the back to back of do you miss her with no context and then. <laughs> I don't miss you, but I miss
2: Guff Girl. This is so <laughs> fucking funny. Hey, Sky, you gotta baby wedges, got a big fucking wedge, just crush, man. That's just got fucking grip lock on that shit. That shit, I put my dick in, it's like stuck in a chassis, but I can't get out. Uh, I so much. Tezzy's over there trying to be at, a good friend and landing at, <laughs> landing at Shark and getting the 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 golden scar with the extra poo 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 in it.
4: Ah. <sighs>
2: You want the nesting AKAs? Nah, you fucked it up. Keep going. Your AKAs took so goddamn long for no reason. When the fuck would I put them in? (laughs) Oh, I don't know. You did it two weeks in a row, but I guess you just skipped it this week. (sighs) Got to come up naturally.
1: Come on, man. Fuck. Whatever. Give me a break. Been a busy week.
2: God. Next week, I'm gonna be the Adderall Admiral. All right. (laughs) It's a it's a Danny Brown reference. I'm ready for it. And then you can be Ted Cruz. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then you could be Ted Cruz. <laughs> <laughs> oh, TZ, you got to keep us on the rails. Episode 45.
1: The real reason you're listening is for this color of the day. That's been the reason I listen. People have been asking, what, what's it going to be this week? Oh, shit. What's, what's the color going to be, guys? You know what it's going to be? What? Radiant, dawn.
2: <laughs> okay.
1: You remember how I described the color last week? Nope. Me neither. Actually, I do. It was emerald. So think about two weeks ago, the one before emerald.
3: <laughs> I, I'm in charge of the colors. I don't remember what color that was. No, it went, if I remember, it was, it was
1: ochre, <coughs> like ochre.
3: Okay. What?
1: That one, right? I feel like that was a while ago. So if you, if you take my description of of that color, that was three and weeks just throw ago. it here. Really? Was it three weeks ago? What was before Emerald?
3: Amber Glow.
2: Yes! I was still right. It's, How? I, it's, doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't matter. Facts don't matter. We already fucking know
3: yeah.
1: Um, Basically, that same color, but now you're adding more yellow to it. Like, Radiant Dawn, think of dawn as in morning. Morning as in sunrise.
3: Beautiful morning. That, that's what I had in mind. It was, like, just, like, beautiful, like, golden rays from, like, the sun, like, bouncing on the clouds and shit.
1: I wow. obviously know exactly what you meant. I get this right every week, so.
3: You're right more often than you're wrong. Um, You know who was wrong, <laughs> though. I
1: haven't been wrong, so <laughs> that's crazy.
3: Uh, you were wrong with Crystal. Um, you know who has been wrong, though? Sherwin-Williams, because they apparently have a paint titled uh, Radiant Dawn, because I looked it up to see, like, if there was any, reference like, reference point, and what they believe Radiant Dawn is, is just an off-white, like, almost like a beige. Well,
1: well, well, that's just silly.
3: Like, there's nothing radiant about this color.
1: Those silly gooses. What are they thinking trying to name that Radiant Dawn?
2: I think it looks radiant.
1: Nah, you'd be wrong. You know what I think? (laughs) I think we had
4: (laughs) enough time
1: (laughs) between all three of us to listen to a bunch of music this week. And everyone wants to know... what? What, What? What are we listening to? What is... What, what filled our earbuds? What what made us bob our heads up and down as we were uh, through the through the workday? Um, Tyrell, what did you listen to this week? That wasn't
3: uh, that wasn't on the docket, huh? Uh, I listened to EP two by JPEG Mafia, which yeah. I enjoyed. He's a it was a good listen, a fun listen. He's the. Uh, goat. I listened to Who Am I by Pale Waves. <gasps> it it feels like that album. Would be like right at home if it released in like '96,
4: '97.
3: Aw, like if it, it's like an alternative album, like it feels like it would have been like it would have fucking top charts in that era. Um, listen to one eight hundred hit easy by Eric Bellinger and Hitmaker.
0: Hitmaker.
1: How, how was that?
3: Um, Eric Bellinger sounds smooth as shit. How many Hitmaker was there out there? Um, I. I should have counted. I didn't. I let it rock I was, like, reading shit for class. Do you and know that's I, Young Bird? In the background. It was fine. It's a good listening No, Hitmaker is Young
2: Bird.
1: I, I was going to say, I'm guessing he probably just didn't know that because he skipped right over that. Yeah, I had nah. no...
3: Yeah, I was going to acknowledge it. <laughs> uh, Sexy, can I the only me? other thing I listened to that isn't on the docket and that we didn't already discuss in the form of fucking... Uh, the The inspired album was *Vivarium* by Flowers, which is another ah,
1: fuck. Th- I didn't listen to that. Goddamn
3: it. Um, Fucking fake bitch. *Ladybug*, *Bemo*, and *Flowers for You*. Like, there's like a three-track run that I really enjoy. Uh, *Flowers for You*. The vocals on it are like really good. Like that album has, or like that track has such a good um, like atmosphere around it. Mhm. But uh, this whole thing just I let it play in the background and just relaxed
1: we should get him on the podcast
3: we should probably not today I think he's working (laughs)
2: let's pull him on right now I need you to record (laughs) your audio wherever you're at right now yeah I don't care if
3: I don't care if your work is flooding again I need you
1: sounds like boys
2: going through it yeah. Oh yeah, okay. So EP2 JPEG Mafia. He you know I listen to that. I love him. The old JPEG Mafia. I love JPEGs. Um watch this, YNJ. Um how the fuck she thick with no ass? How the fuck she thick with no ass? She got a smooth back. He's in, he is beyond poetry. <laughs> like he's on a whole nother level when it comes to rapping. I listen to some of Ox by Matt Ox. Um, <laughs> you, some of n- Children's Rap Music?
3: Don't are do you, Matt Ox like that. You,
2: <laughs> fuck is wrong. Th- TZ is so disrespectful. TZ, just start naming shit that you listen to, and we'll fucking stack I, it up against the goat. I, Matt Ox. I, I didn't give him that title. Um, but I still think it's funny. I listen to some of Ninja Warrior by YNJ. Um... Whole lot of Red Playbook Um, <laughs> After Me by Sofago, too, which I actually played a lot. That was really good. It was cool. Oh! And I listened to Thoughtbreaker by Chief Keef. Couple podcasts. I got my news from Joe Rogan. <laughs> you know the deal.
1: I listened to the uh, rapper Big Poo and Young RJ mixtape, EP. Mm-hmm. I thought that was fine. I listened to the Babyface Ray project.
2: The unfuckwittable one.
1: Yeah, I don't that, remember anything from it.
2: That's the goat, bro. Paved the way for all
1: Detroit the rap. Iman Europe project called LA Love Child." That was nice. I listened to the Robin Thick project. Why? Why not?
2: How was it worth think it? With No Ass.
1: It was a nice listen. There were two songs on there that I really enjoyed. How
2: fucking
1: think with No Ass. Robin Thicke still has a nice voice. I also listened to the EP2 JPEG Mafia. Uh, listen to Table for Two by Lucky Day. I really enjoy listening to Lucky Day. Listen to the G way two project from Joy Fats that came out yesterday. That was cool. Um I keep listening to the uh, the three Brent Fayez Lucies that he released. <laughs> good he's he's so fucking good. Oh, my God. He's so good. I can't wait for this album, man. I'll tell you what. Oh, my God. Brett Fias is going to release a classic.
2: What if it's all mid?
1: <laughs> I don't know if Brett Fies knows what that word is.
2: I don't know. Fantano said that he hasn't liked any of his music until that song with Tyler, the creator.
1: What the f- Who the fuck hears a fucking Fantano says? <laughs> I don't know. He used to.
2: It seems like something like you get all your opinions from.
3: We used to have a whole segment dedicated to what Fantano
1: thought.
2: <laughs> yeah, because it's nice to say when Fantano's
1: fucking wrong.
2: Which he's never, because he's always right.
1: If, you, if the people could see my face, <laughs> it's a grimace.
2: Sure. <laughs> is that your favorite character know. from the McDonald's King? <laughs> like Ronald and them? Grimace? You know what Grimace is, right? Don't tell me yeah. I'm the only one that knows who Grimace is. So no, there's two projects
1: Grimaces. that were on the docket this week. The hamburger
3: is like fucking top tier, though. No, he's not. He's a bitch. Nah, man. The hamburger the First thing, up. Motherfucker didn't even take off the jail uniform. He was telling Mayor McCheese his PD wasn't shit. <laughs> yeah, but Grimace is just built like a fucking Sequoia in purple. <laughs> like a Sequoia.
1: We have Christopher Harris. AKA Chris Crack. Oh shit. Rapper from Chicago, Illinois. Has blessed us with another project. His first of 2021. This what? one called Might Delete Later. Chris Crack is a uh, has worked closely in the past. With a uh, good friend of the podcast, uh, Vic Spencer, uh, 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 he's been releasing projects since 2012, uh, and uh, uh, he this he he re- I, he puts out a ton of music. I think he released like four or five projects last year. He had two in November alone, uh, and this is his first since since then. Uh, so a little bit of a hiatus uh, for for Chris Crack, but I usually enjoy listening to his music. I think that he has an ear for a production and his, the way he goes back and forth between like rapping and singing. I, I actually don't mind his singing voice and it shows on like the song ghetto until proven fashionable. Like his singing on that song sounds really nice. Um, this is such an easy listen for me going through this. Uh, it was, he made it a little difficult trying to, to track down the lyrics to this. Um, they were on Bandcamp, but then I couldn't find them on Bandcamp, but then I found them on Apple. So, um, shouts to that. Um, Tyrell, have you listened to a lot of Chris Crack?
3: Uh, I don't think so. Like, I know I've, like, listened to, like, sporadic tracks in the past, but, like, I don't know that, like, I've... Or, like, I know that I haven't, like, really sat down and, like, listened to, like, his fucking catalog in depth. I like, like, the things that I've heard. It's just I've never gone gone to deep dive it.
1: Yeah, I know we talked about it, an artist uh, a couple weeks ago in terms of the way that they structure uh, the titles of their songs. And Chris Crack... Definitely fits that, um, that that style of rappers as well too, with the way that he has very creative and funny titles to the tracks of his songs, and it's they're layered throughout this entire project here. Uh, what what stood out to you when listening to this?
3: Uh, I I really enjoyed the titles.
1: <laughs>
3: Just. The titles are all so vivid on their own. Um, one thing <clears throat> that do, I really do you have a favorite? Uh, I like "Fapping Ruined My Life" and uh, uh, "Flip Phone Hang Up." It's because, like, I hear "Flip Phone Hang Up" and like, just I hear the sound of someone fucking slapping their Motorola Razor shut and ending the conversation. But uh, the instrumentals on this, I really enjoyed. They're all like kind of jazz inspired that I thought was fucking like I I just love jazz and anything that like has that inspiration like that flavor to it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the on the on the song "Fapping with My Life," the violin on that beat is fantastic. Mm-hmm. I think that's such a nice touch to that because uh, it. I mean, even though it's a menacing beat, that violin adds so much character. Um, I I want to highlight the song Raw Sex as Friends real quick. First and foremost, the beat. Oh, my God. That is tough. Uh, but But I really want to talk about how he opens his first verse, because I think that it is like, when I listened to this the first time, the way that he structured his lines and the way that he says them, I think that it sounds so tough. So he says, I'm talking about heaven. Fuck your little hell in a cell because I just had to suplex the reverend. Menace like Dennis. I rotted her out in the car that I rented. Took too much of the henny. Butchered like Benny. Three knocks at the door and I told her we finished. i still, pe- I still be picking up pennies. Like, that shit is hard and especially the way he says it it sounds so good so charismatic there's so much swag behind uh the way that he raps and i'm just i just really enjoy chris crack i don't think that he gets enough attention like some other rappers uh that are in this style um or that in this lane of music but overall i i think this is just another really enjoyable project by chris crack
3: You got anything, Jordan?
2: Oh, um, <laughs> uh, I thought you were. It was your, um, I have no notes. If she ain't two eighty, she ain't a lady. Fire beat, muted trumpet noises, fire. Um, Jesus dropped the charges. Wow, that beat is so good. That beat is it's really, really really, 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 really good. The piano melody is really good. There's an occasional like one of those waves through like the chimes. Where it does, mm-hmm. I, I don't know how to describe it any more than a wave through the chimes. Um, the vocal sample chop that Hi. comes in is really Hi. good, and then the navy hey, yup, that part's fire too. Flows are great throughout that entire song too, and the feature verse just sounded really good. That song is really, really, really good. Um, False evidence appearing real. That guitar reminds me of when Jimi Hendrix started fucking it up bow, with the guitar, bow, like it's bow, the same.
1: Bow, bow.
2: It's the same gritty-ass shit. Um, ghetto and proven fashionable, like TZ was saying. His singing, the melody is really, really good. Um, he's, he's really fucking it up, man. Uh, Nicholas F. is really good, and it's a great reminder. Yeah. His, his voice sounds really good, especially the way that it like sounds like he smoked probably like 10, 15 packs of cigarettes before he went into the booth and started laying down his vocals. Um, Lions. Yeah.
1: He's a, uh, he says something in there as well, too. Um, oh, man.
2: Don't even do. Just hold on. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, he says, line snorting, titty sucking. A moment. Wow. Um, a moment. <laughs> there is an all. <laughs> so, uh, as is tradition, we get pho before the podcast. And How we were getting fun. There's a, a Quaint little restaurant that is open right next door where you can walk in and get sushi burritos this white girl walks in and She got the fatty um, Which <laughs> made me think of this one line right here where Nicholas F says dick in her boulders leave all crumbs and I was like hey <laughs> I love white women too there's also a fire reference in there, too, where he says shout out bison for like the broad shoulders and being tall. And, but, and I know, I'm 100% sure it's bison from Street Fighter. Bison pack bill with the thick shoulders. <laughs> okay. See? Yeah. Look at that memory. I don't even have that. There was you know, strong right? punch. <laughs> yeah. That's, there we go. That's Boom. definitely an uh, M. Bison reference. Look at, look at us. Look at us. King of the living room. Hooray. Party hat emojis. Uh Ross <laughs> X's friends um Lex luger is just fucking around with that beat like it's a it's one of the most generic sounding beats of all time with the flutes and just the main melody and all that shit like it's so run-of-the-mill but the kicks are so good i don't know where he got the kicks from but the kicks sound so good in that song um this is just a fucking fire title trill is an onomatopoeia that's a, an incredible title uh he just kind of gets it, man. You know, Chris, Chris Crack just gets it, dog, with um fucking melodies. You know, there's just some people in this world that just get it, and there's other people that are just like fucking lost. Like this week, we had a we had a resurgence in people really getting it when the Miles Bridges uh, narrative started up. Two months after, I already talked about <laughs> it. <laughs> and I'm we just were quick, on top of it. I'm we just were on quick, top of it. I'm just quick to remind people when I'm fucking day one was his shit and you know I was a Miles Bridges truther like you okay so like there's we're all truthers in our own way like TZ he's a where where truther he's a day one like broke the fucking ground broke the earth with that shovel as he started the foundation for where where Tyrell QAnon me you. Miles Bridges is <laughs> a rapper Miles Bridges is the goat rapper man
3: I, I knew the fucking QAnon joke was coming <laughs> The
2: hey, it's not a joke. Fuck you. It's not a joke. It's your lifestyle, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yo, Christ. this Chris, Chris Crack project is really good. I enjoy all the production. I enjoy his flows. I enjoyed the, the Zach Foxes at a comedian show that he said. Um, this, I'm telling you, this, this shit was good. I'm remembering shit off the top of my head, so you know it stuck with me. Christopher Crack putting crack in your music. I'm addicted, man. I'm fiending. I'm off the pipe.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Would you guys smoke crack?
2: Depends. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Tyrell gets it, see? Nah. (laughs) Look, man, you haven't given me... I I wouldn't smoke crack. I wouldn't smoke crack. You you haven't
3: (laughs) given me, like, a good scenario in which you and I are going to do whippets. But once you give me a
2: good scenario, like... I might have to. While you're on your while you're on your deathbed. Yeah, fuck it. I'll do it then. No, we're gonna do math then. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yo, whippets go hard. I heard. <laughs> G- give me a hit
3: of that light bulb. <laughs> I'm Like fucking propped up in the, <laughs> propped up in like the hospital bed, like the IVs and like the fucking sensors everywhere, and I'm just holding the light bulb. <laughs>
2: The dirtiest way to just fucking do it too.
3: Yeah. Look, man, I want the whole experience.
2: I know I know I've said it somewhere before, but like it's so crazy that like me and Gunna live the same lifestyle. Aside from the Whippets. And like the Whippets is the last thing to like unite us as brothers. Aside from the Whippets. (laughs) It's kind of a big thing. (laughs) I I I kinda I'll put it in the topics. Okay. Lastly, today
1: we have a project from, I mean, God, I really wish I would have done my research. Uh, I'm just going to, Tyron?
3: Tyron. Tyrell?
1: Tyron. Fuck. No, it's Tyrell. Um,
3: Tyron, like Tyron Woodley. One loss away from a Bellator championship. You can do it, buddy.
1: Uh, Figure it out, bitch. K-Mon? k I
3: got
2: nothing for you on that one. It's, ca- it's Canada.
1: Frampton. It's Canada. I know that one's right.
2: It's Canada. That's how they say it. I watched the movie. AKA. Slow tie. Who? Slow tie. Oh, shit. I'm hard of hearing.
1: English MC is back with his sophomore album. We did... We didn't talk about Nothing Great About Britain, did we? I feel like that predates the podcast. I do believe so, too. Uh, For those of you that don't know, Slow Tie uh, is a combination of his name and his speech impediment from when he was younger.
3: Nothing Great About Britain released May 17th, 2019, so it predates the podcast by quite a bit.
1: Yeah, uh, he did release a, days. a debut EP in 2017 called Wish I Knew. Uh, then he released <clears> their <throat> debut album, Nothing Great About Britain, released in Fuck 2019, yeah. which yeah. received high acclaim.
2: By all a lot of, of
1: us. A lot of people really enjoyed it. It uh, peaked at number nine on the UK albums chart. And he has blessed us now with this. Uh, two-part album. The singles for this were Feel Away, NHS, and Maza. The first half of this project is filled with bangers ah. outside of track number seven. Ooh. Ooh. Mm. And the second half, you get a more introspective and uh, sad uh outlook on uh on slow ties experiences in his life but the main overarching theme uh with this here is him dealing with his mental health and how he had to overcome uh some of the things that he did uh in his life um that caused uh anguish and anxiety and uh issues uh just moving forward the one thing that i want to talk about off the rip is the cover art for this project um i don't know if either of you looked into this or not but um, i like interesting and thought-provoking cover art and it seems as though he has given us something like this. He did recently have an interview with uh, He Who Shall Not Be Named where he talked about the main inspiration. Are you talking
2: to bald, bald head fuck?
1: For the artwork <laughs> is uh, the story of the folk hero William Tell in which he shoots an arrow at an apple on his head, on his son's head. But, however, in this case, the apple didn't get shot off of his head. It went through his eye. Bam! Uh, there's also a tie back to um, a tree back in his childhood when he was little as well, too. That there's, but he also decided to drop an idea. Um, and I want to, I want to get here what you guys think of this here. So on the right side of the tree on one of the lower branches, there's a blue bird in the tree, uh, which represents Twitter and uh, obviously the signature bird logo here. And then the second thing is there's an apple falling from the tree, which alludes to two sayings. What goes up must come down and the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree
2: big Thomas Edison, or not Thomas Edison, fucking Isaac Newton guy. I was going to say that. Third,
3: that's what I assumed like, the symbolism was.
2: Uh, the rotten apples on the
1: ground allude to the phrase, one bad apple spoils the barrel. Which is also used to describe uh, police officers. What do you guys think of the cover art? Do you think it's nice? Do you think that we should take that much out of <clears throat> cover art like this?
3: I like that cover arts becoming important again. Like, I feel like there was like a long time where like cover art just didn't matter. Like, it was just supposed give to me be time. a time.
2: Hmm. Give me a time.
3: Um, mid-2000s, mid two thousands.
2: Mid two thousands. 2000s? 2000s. You might. Uh, I don't know. I gotta think about it, cause like, I feel like it would still be important. I don't know. I don't. It's, there's probably like certain artists that is still important too, and it's. It like, probably is, like, a constant thing like that because th- I, I would just some, think that...
3: There's definitely, like, some artists where, like, the cover art was important and, like, actually had, like, meaning. But then you have, like, other things where it's, like, uh, Meet the Woo too where it's just Pop Smoke standing there. Like, there's a lot of... For every, like... For every cover art where there's symbolism and, like, meaning put into the, uh, the art itself... You have like ten others that are just like photos of the person or uh, fucking what's the cover art for Daytona?
2: Oh, the fucking Whitney Houston <laughs> overdosed uh, bathroom.
3: Yeah, we're like that's the cover art, but it doesn't really mean anything for like the content of the like it doesn't like tie into the the album
2: itself. <sighs> i think you picked a bad second reference but yeah, was we'll addict- let it slide. a lot of crack references a lot of yeah that's fair i yeah, guess a lot of drugs you know but all,
1: I'll, I'll, all i know we, is we, that the well, greatest I can give you a second chance if you want to come up with like a, a another one instead of that um
3: fuck give me a minute
1: let me just look up album artwork
2: doesn't say like fucking um meat meal or some shit Oh, we'll get to him later. Don't you
1: just, worry. Just
4: uh,
2: the bad cover art. What could be bad cover art? <sighs> anyway, major major key by DJ Khaled. Sure.
3: Anyway, like I like that. Like cover art is becoming like. It, it's becoming like more and more important, um, for like just other albums now. It's it's going beyond like that niche of symbolism for like some artists Jordan who's like staring at me with uh, fucking skeptical Ben Shapiro eyes.
1: Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm going to have to disagree with you, dog. Uh, um, I'm with easy on this one. <laughs> yeah, well, the only, the only reason why is because I think, you know, I, I mean, you can even think about take, take the logic album from last year, for example. I mean, there is so much symbolism within certain, within certain artists, if they're like trying to tie back to a certain time period, or if there is a concept album, for example, as well, too. You know, they are going to make sure the cover art relates to whatever they're talking to, versus if you have a project uh, like the Babyface Ray mixtape. It's just a picture of him, right? Yeah. It's because he's just out here rapping. He's not out here trying to tell a story or anything like that. And so I think it just depends on what kind of album you're getting from that artist versus it, like, being a time and a place.
2: That's hey, fine. Man. Hey, man. Lil Yachty, he's like, am I the only one that still care about cover art growing Shut up? <laughs> up? <laughs> <laughs> I uh, All right. I, okay, hold on. No. <laughs> fuck yeah, you, yeah. Slow Tie. Fuck your album. Anyway, so um, <laughs> this is more important. Is Lil Yachty's verse on mixtape better than the entirety of Ready to Die? I had this conversation earlier this week. The conversation was, I said that, and then I said, shut the fuck up, get out of my DMs, was the, real, was the reply.
0: Uh,
2: are we really? Are you guys are really thinking about this? I'm winning, yeah. man. <laughs> Lil Yachty, man. Hey, like, Okay, thought-provoking. Am I the only one that really care about cover art? Like, right out the box. Like, come on! It ties back directly into this conversation. Tyrell, Tyrell, that's that. an ally. He doesn't say that. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. You want me pull up the lyrics to fucking mixtapes right Mixed
1: now? Mixtape? Am I the only one who still cares about mixtape?
2: Lil Yachty's first line of his verses. Am I the only one that still care about cover art? Growing up, I something about his older brother. It was a fresh start. I don't Am know I the
3: only means. one who really care about cover? Uh, growing up, I didn't have a brother because he said the streets gave him a fresh start.
2: I know, I know what that means. Album has my dean dropped Drop the scene. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like when he says um, the shit about um, he he makes more than his dentist, and that's that like Yachty. I, I'm telling you, like Yachty's verse on mixtape, greater than sign, greater than sign, greater than sign. Than sign Biggie's Ready to Die album. All I'm saying I mean, it was- is, uh, say it, man. man. Like, he uses his voice better. He ties into like <laughs> overarching themes. That... Biggie says very problematic things. Do we need, like, me and my bitch. Just me and my bitch. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to you're Slow Time. Extremely, be- you're being
1: extremely that. convincing right now. You should
2: walk down the aisle to that. <laughs> Just
4: me and my <laughs> bitch. <laughs>
1: All right, back to (laughs) Tyron. The beat selection is incredible Trash all over this project. It's incredible. I enjoyed this a lot. Um, I want to pick out a few tracks here that were important to the overall theme of this here. Cancelled. The second song on here is his... uh, Fuck you to cancel culture,
2: which also slow tie, right wing conservatives (laughs) saying no to cancel culture. (laughs) I'm glad that I'm glad that you had that thought as well, because I was like, hmm, no, because I get. I I get why his is like that because of like that outburst he had at the fucking award show at what was it like the NME award? Yeah, the, N- the
1: NME awards show.
2: Yeah, yeah, and then so it makes sense that he's just like yo fuck all you guys on social media and shit like that. But it's like eh, him and Ben Shapiro sitting at the table toasting together to that idea. Yeah. yeah. No, I like I get it. Like I'm pretty I, like cancel culture is pretty. It just depends. It's a case by case basis, and some of it's just ridiculous. But like. It's just like, yeah, there's a lot more nuance to it than me just like being a silly jokey joke guy, you know, you know, you know fuck he, fuck Ben Shapiro, fuck, fuck, uh, fuck Rush Limbaugh, dead motherfucker. Rest <laughs> in piss. He was, he was out, he was but out Millie here being messy, Whoop ricoing on his fucking grave. Whoop <laughs> Rico. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a whoop the spirit's ass while I'm
3: standing <laughs> over that grave just swinging. Rush Limbaugh has joined Ronald Reagan as the uh, second public um gender neutral bathroom
2: what <laughs> it's just it's just, it's just Rush limbaugh down in fucking hell just burning right now <laughs> he, deserves- he was
1: out here being really fucking messy at those enemy awards though um i went back and kind of read up on the incident and saw a couple of videos and wasn't 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 pretty um but definitely an incident in his life that shaped him or changed the way that he was or acted moving forward. Uh, the song what the story behind that's wild. So he met pop smoke and recorded this song the same night. It was also the same night that pop smoke passed.
3: Crazy. It's
1: it's wild. Um, There was supposed to be more like another verse from ASAP Rocky on this track as well, too, but that never got finished. Play With Fire, seventh track on here. The only track in the first half with a more subdued beat. I think this is a fantastic transition into the second half of the album, especially to just because the following song, he kind of ties in to the theme um, from Play With Fire into this here so there's just a lot of tiebacks uh, and connections that that uh, just make sense and so I, I really enjoy that uh, on the song Focus Kenny uh, the song Terms we deserved a Denzel Curry verse on this song instead of an unrecognizable repeated phrase from him
4: Hmm.
3: You didn't like that?
1: He would have sounded fantastic over that. What do you? He would have now? sounded so good. Lastly, ADHD. What a phenomenal closer! Absolutely incredible. Uh, super introspective about uh, him having ADHD. Uh, the first two verses were him basically just talking. Uh, while he was rapping Really not a whole lot of emotion into it But then you get to like the third verse And he puts so much emotion into it Starts like Kind of yelling almost uh, Just high energy uh, Kind of like you get in the front half of the album And it just it just works It just works really really well uh, My favorite <coughs> tracks on here 45 Smoke cancelled Feel Away in ADHD I skipped over Feel Away But oh my goodness Gracious. I could play Feel Away on repeat. This, that is so good. Don't turn your, tilt your head at me, sir, because that song is phenomenal. And let me tell you what, let me tell you what. James Blake, man! Oh
2: my goodness! Oh my fucking god! Oh my goodness! I. <sighs> oh my. goodness. He, you ruined James, James Blake for me. You Blake. make him seem so mid to me now. He sounded fantastic. It was a. It was a cool song. Yeah, it was going. Cool. It sounded cool. You know. Yeah. James Blake did James <laughs> Blake so things. You know me. what I'm saying? Don't you? Know, no. James Blake, he, the UK thing. You know. uh, Tyrell. Uh,
3: 45 smoke. Is a fucking hell of an opener. Uh banger. I, I love the way like that first verse opens with bombaclot, dickhead, bombaclot, dickhead. Like, one, it's correct usage of the word bombaclot. Which I feel like we've gone into before. But like Twitter does not know how to
2: use the word bombaclot. Um Can you say it with like a with an English accent? No.
4: Can you
2: say it with like a can you say it with like a Jamaican accent? I'm I'm not doing that. <laughs> 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 i i That'd am not i yeah, i can't I do that it's fake he just doesn't want to be QAnon. but um
3: oh, yeah. going from uh dickhead Bombaclot to i used to jack cars with a phillips speak patois in case somebody listens like I, that's hard i fucking really enjoy like that opening and like that whole track is so fucking good um on fuck what track is this dead he says what might be the most British line, or like the most British like bar I've ever heard. UK Tings. yeah. He says, "With no nicotine, ties a monster. You snake slithering. I'm Harry
2: Potter." And I'm <laughs> just ah, like, I thought. See, I thought I was. I thought I was getting some breakfast with beans type lines.
3: <laughs> no, just like <laughs> the the Harry Potter reference. I'm just like, come on, man.
2: You, you can do that. He has two of them.
3: That's oh my the God. only one
2: that I I caught. <laughs> oh, my God, The what song is it where it's so good? And then he says, he's, like, comparing things. Like, he's saying, you need this with this, you need this with this. And then he says, Rick with Morty. And I was like, damn it, you ruined the song. <laughs> oh, my. That's,
1: that's on the second half of the um, project. I'll find it for you. Uh, yeah.
2: like, but I remember he's comparing things. I remember he's, like, with Rick, Rick needs Morty. He's, like, okay, shut the fuck up, bitch. <laughs> like, ruined the album. Six. Pretty sure
1: it's Push, but. <laughs> it's NHS. NHS, uh, yeah. That's close.
3: close. Um, what's love without hate One and stuff? Off. Loyalty without no trust? Rick without Morty? Lil Wayne without Cody? A rapper without jewelry? Real person Shirley?
2: <sighs> what's health without poorly? What's TZ without CZ? <laughs> come on, guys. What's Tyrell without soup guy? Oh, fuck. Big facts! Happy. Let's go! <laughs> like, come on. Like, fuck off, Slow tie,
3: <laughs> Bitch. But, uh... No, I like this album a lot. Like... You're the both fact hooked. that it feels like too not like separate but like the front half has a very different feel from that back half. It's like a 30 minute
2: runtime too. It's so yeah. thirty five minutes, it's short.
3: Yeah, it's such an easy listen and like that that transition is like T Z said, it's really fucking smooth. Like if I'm not like paying attention, like I don't really notice when it goes from, like, this fucking, like, way more, like, upbeat or, like, quicker, like, aggressive tempo to, like, that very, like, laid-back, introspective, uh, those introspective beats on the back half. I enjoyed this. I enjoyed this a lot.
2: Me too. Um, canceled. Skepta's really aggressive flow to start that song is really, really good. It works. And, like, It hits it hits a really really good pocket because there's like um There's like sometimes where rappers hit this exact type of flow where it's just like hitting and it's just like a constant like pedaling It's like pedaling of a bike where it's just constant like moving and you can feel it like (coughs) churning or like pistons firing off That's the way that the flow is like continually carrying and like powering the entire song all the way through There's like three examples that I can think of like off the top of my head It's like this song futures verse on the nav on my business on navs project And then the short one minute clip that I saw on Twitter of NAV rapping, where the, the, (laughs) the, uh, uh, caption of it said that, um, it said, uh, it only took a decade in the game for NAV to get here, never give up. And I was like, you know what, he is spitting. But it's the same type of flow where it's just driving the entire fucking song, and it goes so hard. And then it's like it switches to a uh, slow tie and it was kind of whatever and then Skepta like switches the flow up after that Like it's a really good song, but like the very first initial verse hits so hard and it's so strong yeah. Maza, the simple synth melody, really, it's really good, you know, it's still like a constant like flow the, th- the thing you notice in like the first five songs is like Everything is just like go 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 the way that he's rapping and it's like yeah It feels like we're just being rushed the fuck around Um, what? Um, feels like we're listening to a Denzel Curry project up to this point. What was the feeling I was getting? Dead. Dead? The second that beat started, I was like, this is an ASAP Ferg song. Like, I could 100% hear ASAP Ferg rapping on this beat. Heavy, heavy ASAP Mob vibes. Lots of Memphis influence. Um, the way he raps on that one, he opens up with it. It's really laid back and it feels like he's rapping behind the beat. So, like, the beat's going, but it feels like he's getting pulled along with it behind. It's not like he's ever losing himself with the beat; like he's consistently with it. But it feels like he's really lack not laxadaisical, but he's like really relaxing on the beat, and it sounds really cool the way he's doing it. It's sort of like how um, 2011, what is it, Live Love ASAP? Like that first album, the way that ASAP Rocky's rapping on that joint, like it sounds yeah. really good. Yeah. Um, Play with Fire, same flow he was using. I forgot to take notes on the second half until ADHD, because every time ADHD comes on. I'm just like, wow! It's so good. Um, the guitar loop—it's perfect. It's moody as fuck, and they got a filter on top of it to really make it feel hazy. It reminds me of that one uh, Black Mirror episode with the guy that his wife dies, but he gets the robot version of it, and then that's the one that he talks to. It puts me in that exact same uh, frame of mind. The way that the colors and the lighting of the house looked—that's the way that like the guitar sounds on that entire song. Like oh, yeah, that's cool. It's, it's hazy. Uh, verses are really good on that song too. There's, it's like the second to last line in it where he's like, um, when it, it, he says some shit about trying to smirk like the like the face of Mona Lisa when he sees people. And I'm mm-hmm. like, that's pretty good. Like that's a really good like when you're covering shit up, you try to like do that little fucking white person smile that they like to do when they you like run into them when you're at the grocery store in like North Dakota. They do that thing where they don't they don't fucking show their lips and they don't show their teeth, but they do that little fucking bullshit it's like that damn moat like that's a very specific (laughs) reference that we all get but who knows maybe redacted gets that shit too because I'm sure his girlfriend makes that fucking look all the time no lips have a bitch ass smooth back bitch all right (laughs) holy shit (laughs) (laughs) but this slow type project man, like is it's okay it's not bad
1: so he's released two albums now and I expect this to get pretty high acclaim, uh, just like uh, his first album. But my que- I have two questions. First, what makes Slow tie stand out?
2: Uh, being British.
3: It's got to be more than that.
2: No, his imagery is, like, really good. What makes him stand out, he's, it's, like, the really aggressive flow. He, he has, like, a, he has a really distinct voice, even though he is, like, UK thing. Like, you can hear it, and, like, he kind of has a lisp when he raps, like, a little bit. And you can tell it's because of his fucked up British teeth. But, um, like, <laughs> he, he's, really, he's a really good songwriter, too. Yeah, and he, the tie all of that shit together it's just, like, that's good rap music. Yep. Like regardless of where you're from, his uh, imagery sec- is fucking
3: vivid and very descriptive.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Second question:
1: Is he the best rapper out of the UK right now? <sighs>
4: mm.
2: No, Twenty One Savage. <laughs> Are you gonna
3: you gonna put Twenty One Savage with the UK rappers?
2: Well, he's out of the UK. You're going to remove him from his Atlanta roots? Well, he's the best out of both. You can be the best in both. That's fair. MF Doom? (laughs) He's dead, but like... (laughs) You're saying right now, right? Of course. Yes. Did did MF Doom fall off? I don't know. (laughs) easy. I don't know. I, I, I don't fucking know UK rappers like that. Yeah, because, like, the only other one I can think
3: of is, like, Stormzy, Wiley.
1: Skepta, Wiley, Chip, Gets, Giggs. Gets.
2: (laughs) Gets, Giggs. I mean, it has to be him right now. I can't think of anyone that's better. Even if Skepta, like, has... Okay. Have you guys listened to Die Lit by Playboy Cardi? Yes. Have you listened to the song Lean For Real? Yeah. Because Lean For Real might be, like, a top ten song of all time for me. Like a PR it's born B, it's like incredible. It's but the skeptiverse on that, I'm like, ah, uh, like it might be better than anything Slow Tie's ever made in his entire life. Never go Dop You Up. Super <laughs> suck. It's a compelling <laughs> argument. How to, get, how to get Bird's Eye View? Compute the games? <laughs> N Words is fucking food. They're fucking feasts. I don't. Uh, I'm going to be in for real. I'm gonna, I'm gonna lean for real.
4: For real, I'm gonna I
2: boy. love that song so much. That project is perfect, man. Oh, so,
1: man. I am—I'm not super excited for really anything to come out tonight, except for the Denzel okay. and Kenny Beats uh, unlocked
3: 1.5. I mean, you're not excited for Getz, who you just put up there as potentially one of the best rappers out of the UK. Yeah, I mean, we should be compelled
2: to <laughs> want to listen to that. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Do th- you tell me? <laughs> this,
0: this CJ, is the only- huh?
2: yeah, is CJ I, the guy I, that made the Whoopty song? Yeah. Oh, that song is so bad.
1: And there's like... like there's have you ever heard like, the original? There's only like nine tracks and like four of them have already been released. So you're Have you ever heard only- the
2: original Whoopty? Like that same instrumental, but like uh, 22 G's did a uh, freestyle on it like three years ago? No. He, oh my god, it's so much better. Like, the song starts out, he's like, Suck my dick, bitch, we rollin' threes, two blickies shooting with one driver, that's how it's supposed to be. Way fucking tougher than anything that CJ like raps on that Whoopty song. It's only like a minute 20. But, like, yeah. it, it was on the World Star <laughs> pop video of like the first half of it being the um, sniper gang freestyle. Mm-hmm. Man, learn, you gotta learn this kind of shit. But yeah, I that, don't, that, I don't that, have
1: that, your type of memory.
2: That, that fucking Whoopty song is so ass. <laughs> but it's everywhere.
1: It's huge. Well, same with Bop.
2: I don't know how Bop sounds.
1: That song's everywhere by him, too. He's been getting a ton of push.
2: I feel like he's an industry plant. He's from Long Island, too.
1: So, recently, uh, we had a post from... S- a legend,
2: sci Hi the Prince, detailing how it is he. So- I'm sorry, I just had to listen to bop, but it's so it's such run of the mill, like New York drilled like down to its like most watered down form, and that sound has been out for like three years now. Yeah, it's. You remember male, Welcome but- to the Party? You remember when Welcome to the Party came out? Tz, like he's-, he's getting pushed so much. Do you remember when Welcome to the Party dropped? Yeah. T-Z? Do you remember how hard I was pushing for us to be able to say that word again? Because he says it in the chorus. <laughs> <laughs> and like, it's one of the only times it sounds cool when someone says it. And I'm like, oh, we might have to have some conversations around this. Conversations. Pop Smoke is a... Oh my God, Pop Smoke. Teezy's a little, little baddie.
1: <laughs> so I had the prince... Teasy, my, my little hun- boo thing. ...was hunted down this past week. <laughs>
2: Did you like how I sent the story to you guys?
1: He was chased in his vehicle and shot at. Now, he did survive this attempted murder. Thank but God. this is wild. Because...
4: <laughs> what? <laughs> Would you rather? Okay.
2: Alright, alright, alright. I, I think we have to make this a Patreon-only exclusive t- conversation right now. <laughs> you ready? sci yeah. we we. Would you trade Sai hi the Prince to bring back Rush
4: Limbaugh? I'm
2: going to lay it out for you. Make your argument. Because
3: right now, he yeah, no.
2: no. N- he can take no dope on Sundays with him. The album. You can take it with him. We never had to have experienced it. I'll get you guys. I can see it in your faces. <laughs> you guys are like, ah, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. I never listened to Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> but I did have to sit through that travesty of a... Sci- you know what? Cy sci- High shall see you. You survived it. You got the 30-minute TV show. The Tyrell said was fucking terrible. Like, <laughs> It was so bad. Free- freestyle your way out of jail, bro.
3: Fuck, man. Like, you re- you reminding me of that fucking TV series or whatever the fuck it was he was running with that. I might. I might trade sci-fi for Rush Limbaugh. If, if I don't have to <laughs> fucking watch Am I the only that- one that
2: really care about love, uh, fucking uh, cover
3: art, you know? If I don't have to fucking listen to No Dope on Sundays again or watch that fucking travesty of a TV
2: series again, this might be <laughs> so- worth it. Okay. I take it back. One of my favorite things is the writing on World, which Sai the Prince did most of it, because none yeah. of it makes fucking sense. And I gotta, em. I gotta keep him. I gotta keep him. The jury's, jury's out on that one, Jordan. You gotta keep. You gotta keep <laughs> Which. Would you, would you, uh, <laughs> We uh, gotta, one week we just gotta read the lyrics to like some Astro World songs on yours just because they're so fucking funny and make no sense.
3: The the picture of his fucking Bentley like all smashed up is like wild. But That's also just... the the first reply when I pull up like the tweet that you sent us is someone saying, "Is he still on Good Music? Hope he is okay. He's a really talented MC." And then the <laughs> hey, response Matt... after that is all caps. <laughs>
2: Hey Amen. like maybe it was just a sign by God saying that this guy doesn't deserve to have a Bentley <laughs> He didn't earn it <laughs> They're just like for what? <laughs> he had to go into the deal with the devil room and fucking trade one of his hearts for uh, one of his red hearts for nine lives It's the only reason he's surviving these car crashes. I <laughs> wonder
1: who's gonna get that reference I wonder, I wonder who's gonna get that fucking Not a reference.
2: Person. He went into the next one and got fucking. <laughs> he just,
1: he, oh. Okay, I'm a uh, grinder. Uh, but Brian said that he uh, he's been thinking about curating an album with the homies. Yo! <laughs> he said he can't rap.
4: The tweet is so
2: funny. He is the great. He is top five. He is easily top five social media posters of all time, because the 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 writing is always so bad and the emoji usages are so over the top. And it's just such a he. Amen, LeBron. (laughs) You're the goat. You can do whatever the fuck you want, man. You open to school to the greatest basketball player of all time. You open to school.
1: I'm gonna read the tweet, okay?
2: (laughs) You got (laughs) it. Read it the way that you think LeBron reads it in his head.
1: <laughs> okay. All right. all right, all right. My love for music is insane. <laughs> I think I'm going to do an album. Oh, no. I won't be rapping or anything like that. I'm not crazy. I know what <laughs> I'm great at. But i tell you one thing I do have. So many friends that can. Winking emoji. <laughs> big smiley face emoji. Thinking out load, pondering emoji, king emoji, thought bubble emoji. That's
4: the goat.
2: Thinking out load. It's like the fucking pantheon of all basketball players. That motherfucker's at the top looking down upon all of his subjects. Also,
3: I want, I want to point out that he says, I'm not crazy. I know what I'm great at, which is like, he's not even being like, I'm not good at that. Like, he's like, I'm good at rapping. I'm just not great at it.
2: Hey man. You ever you ever watch you ever watch a game and it's the fourth quarter and then he just he's like he looks in the he goes to the bench for a timeout. It's like the TV timeout that always happens between the 6 and 8 minute mark and like he grabs a little mirror and just looks at it and then he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm LeBron James." And then he walks out there and he just starts doing LeBron James things and he just wins the game. Yeah.
1: Well, what should he name it? H-
3: hang on, hang on. I'm sorry. I think it's important for us to note that the tweet directly below it is from Calm that he retweeted saying, "Nobody is you. That is your
2: superpower." <laughs> and I feel that's like that's wholesome. important. That is so wholesome. Yeah,
3: I feel like that's important to the messaging of of this album.
2: The one reply I did see was um, LeBron handshake emoji Nav. <laughs> 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 I was like, "You motherfuckers." <laughs> okay, 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 name name of the album. All right, yeah, the yeah. Bible, King <laughs> James edition. Right. King James Gospel. I like that. Wait, wait, that's a fire reference. Oh my god!
1: I know. Okay, Thank you. Like, come on, that whatever. You you need <sighs> to put I'll, like applause after it.
2: That's like fucking <laughs> That's me up like
1: four they
4: Addies cheer. and a Viagra
2: <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. That's so the- that's like the that's like the fucking that's either me doing nineties on the clit or like fucking I'ma play with a pussy, yeah, as fast as I can, yeah, yeah, my little Uzi bird.
3: Four Addies in <laughs> a Viagra. That's the tweet that started the fucking Twitter segment. Like not quite word for word but pretty fucking close.
1: <laughs> what about LeBron's NBA friends and other friends volume 1?
3: Juice and I knew LeBron. LeBron's friends and NBA friends and other friends. Well, Who are the NBA friends? Is it Miles
2: Bridges? <laughs>
4: we it's can Miles roll. Bridges of we can, energy in this ro- one.
2: <laughs> we can roll right into that segment if we want. It, it Bridges so fucking perfect. I just, ba-dum-ts. I just popped a bean in the club and I can't move. Miles Bridges, what you talking about, boy? <laughs> so Miles
1: Bridges, we've talked about this, but he did release a mixtape back in December, and I don't know what spurred this, but we have some, some Miles Bridges uh, rapping takes that are uh, surfacing on the Twitter sphere. And they're all
0: right.
2: They're all right, man. <laughs> they're all right <laughs> behind me, man. Miles Bridges is the best rapper in the NBA. Dame Lillard is so fucking whack. Miles Bridges, oh my god. He slides, slides on that fucking song.
1: He's going to have quite a bit of time to be able to record some new music during uh, All
2: Star Weekend. All Star Break? He's considering that he's not going to have anything to do. Let me lay out this one thing about Miles Bridges that makes it so much better than like all the other rappers that ever happened. Miles Bridges is from Flint, Michigan which is, like, right in the heart of where all that, like, Detroit-style music has been going on. Like, the y js the Rio de Youngs, like, all the the Baby Trons, the shitty boys, like, all that fucking Sada Baby, all that shit is. He is, like, directly from there, and he's the same age as all these people that have been making the music. And the thing is, is, like, he completely embraced the sound that he, like, grew up in, and he raps that way. And it also helps that he's, like, really good at it, too. Like, it, it's so authentic. like. I don't know if I should believe the shit that he's talking about in the raps. Like, you think I don't, he I'm lives like, that lifestyle, bro. Like, okay, come on. Like, I just popped a bean in the club. Now I can't move. He could be in the club popping a bean. I go, not know. like, that's pretty. That's relatable. I saw somebody tweet that that was like, that line was more relatable than, oh, what the fuck was it? It was like than something else, but it was some lyrical miracle shit. And I was like, oh, you're <laughs> fucking spot on, but. <laughs> Here's a tweet. And then he says, "Bro, when he says that he has a he wants to have a baby with Zendaya?" Like who doesn't? Here, here's
3: here's two tweets. Uh fucking or er, three tweets actually. Holy shit. Wasn't wasn't expecting to find out that Miles Bridges could out-rap Kendrick today.
4: All
2: right. Oh, I'm I, I might be on there. Like have you heard "See You" by Cash Kid?
3: Ugh. Dame Lillard don't curse in his songs and he rap like it's 05. Miles Bridges is better. Draco, make him two-step, call Cassidy. Yeah, Miles Bridges need to stop hooping and rap. That
2: line was so hard, too. When I heard... Oh, my God. That line is so good. Miles Bridges is so... I my, One of my favorite things that Detroit rappers do is when they say that they have shh in their backpack. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's so, it's so funny to me. Or when they like mess up the line, then repeat the line again, but more aggressive. Or they'll, they'll be like... <laughs> I just popped the, ah, I just popped the, ah, oh. <laughs> like that shit. Like, they're just frustrated at themselves for messing up the line. But they keep the take in there and then go to the next. Detroit rap is just on a whole nother level, man. Miles Bridges, you're the GOAT. Miles, listen, you, you'll you go down as a top 50 basketball player of all time if you just put out a mixtape. Another one.
3: There's we, a handful it, of
2: people it, who are, like, really uh,
3: coming at fucking Dame Lillard and being like, are you <laughs> – and you outrap Miles Bridges. Did you see Isaiah Rashad? Like That yes. thinks
1: <laughs> That <Yeah. just> funny. <laughs> Isaiah Don't you worry about these fucking guys once you put out an album? God damn it.
2: It's just God, he is he is legitimately talented. That's He is I'm just so amazed at like how good he has a good rap voice, his flow is good, and his bars are there too. It's not like he was getting washed on that track with like a real rapper. Like he was holding his own. I was very impressed. Alright. Um, paying hoes through Cash App. Incredible. It's like redacted.
1: Oh oh Meek <laughs> baby. Buying, uh, No.
3: Buying sim cards and getting paid through Cash App for it. Uh,
1: so did you guys listen to the uh the snippet <laughs> or this uh this new Meek Mill song?
2: I heard the bug I had a conversation about that at 7:30 this morning. Crazy. How'd it go? How'd it go? <laughs> Good breakfast. Topic. Sat there, sat there, and fucking roasted Meek, man. <laughs> That's All we did. Uh,
1: yeah, Meek's got a—he's uh, got a new song coming out, and he's got a line in it. It says, "My friends uh, like
2: my, my friends like." Bro has to be
4: on the spectrum, <laughs> real rap. <laughs>
1: He's got a line in this song that says, yeah, now for lack, I'm going out with my chopper, it'd be another Kobe.
2: Make the case that it's a hotline.
1: If Kobe wasn't famous, you wouldn't give a or shit. you
2: want me to? Or do you want to? Hey, let's hear your take, Jordan. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> I think that, I think, it's a very confusing bar like when you when you read it, the first part is and if I ever lack so usually when you're caught lacking, that means you're you're relaxing, you're not paying attention to anything or you don't have your gun on you, and that they catch you slipping, and then they fucking pop you right there so with that part, the next part is I'm going out with my chopper, it'd be another Kobe so with that one, I'm just like, would you would have the gun on you and would you go out shooting like Kobe? Because that would admit that's kind of like a hot bar, like going out shooting like Kobe because Kobe is like a notorious chucker. <laughs> but then it's like Kobe died in the chopper. Chucker. <laughs> Are you implying that you have a helicopter? And that's the way that you're going out is that you both owned a cop copter is like a a, a flex. Like I, I landed at he's a very confused individual that thought this was a great way to pay tribute to Kobe. <laughs> and I just can't... I, what's the conversation in the studio? When, you, when you're when you the audio engineer and you hear that shit and you're like recording that in.
1: They probably sat there with, uh, with with eyes wide open and be like alright, on to the next one. They're like, they, they probably heard emoji. it and they were like... Flame
3: emoji. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they probably heard it and they were like, you know, there's a lot of a lot of R.I.P. Kobe bars out there, but no one's talking about going out in the chopper like Kobe.
2: Mamba out. Yeah. He's so goofy. He's a goofy. His tweet, when you read his tweets, you're just like, are you 13? Like, you good, bro? He's, he's a very, very invested member in LLC Twitter. <laughs> Charm City Kings is good, though. There's. Hey, man, say what
3: the fuck you want, bitch so the the tweet that you sent um regard or like with the fucking bar there's two replies in here that i want to want to address one of them is lil wayne literally said beat a pussy like emmett till and ms ain't jumped down his back which i feel like there's a there was a historical gap there that made that line acceptable acceptable is not the right word (laughs) palatable <laughs> Tolerable.
2: Acceptable Tolerable, is not yeah. the right word
1: to palatable
3: word. Yeah. palatable is a good one palatable like because yeah. like there was a historical gap there whereas kobe's been dead for like just over a year like that's
2: still fresh in people's minds when can we say smoking on that rush pack
3: now fuck rush limbaugh <laughs>
2: Hmm.
3: interesting <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other one is Biggie <laughs> rapped about blowing up like the world trade.
2: I'm uh, fucking no, fuck
1: oh, no, uh, juicy, no no juicy talk. That bad. No, Juicy's on, on, bad on. for the podcast.
3: No no, 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 no. I want to address this line because they say it's bars, calm down. The difference there is that Juicy released prior to 9/11. Like he wasn't rapping about fucking people <laughs> dying from like the planes crashing into him. Like, he was rapping about a failed attempt to bring down the World Trade Center where, like, they blew shit up in the basement and nothing really happened out of that. So, like, these are very different. Are you sure
2: he's not talking about international trade blowing up in the last 40 years between all the different nations? Sure. <laughs> you know that Biggie was a notorious globalist? Yeah, he was all all about that globalization. <laughs> Yeah, he was huge into it. He's the day one. Yeah, yeah. He's like, the more free trade that we have, the more interconnected we will be <laughs> as civilization. But he was a
3: libertarian with a stock in the fucking IMF.
2: <laughs> libertarians, libertarians aren't open to global trade, are they? That's free market. But global trade, libertarians? Uh, that's I gotta look at. I gotta. I feel like those are conflicting. That's fair. values. I, I just feel like,
3: like, free enterprise, like free market, like. Would encompass that globalization aspect as well.
2: Yeah, because I don't remember how I I can't remember if they like to like tariff the fuck out of trades or not. Libertarians. I've, but that's a, this is an aside. Like, yeah, come on. I, <laughs> see, I feel like the whole is a, thing is that they don't like <laughs> they don't like taxes of any kind. Yeah. yeah. They don't like being uh, governed by the United States government. That's also yeah. All I know is that um. Mixtape Lil Yachty verse better than Ready to Die. Like
1: <laughs> we all know. Yeah. Are you guys Are you guys ready to talk about your top toilet paper brands? <laughs>
2: uh, let's get rid of that one. <laughs> it's uh, it's quilted northern. In there. Are Are you Are we sandpaper?
1: Are we ready to talk about the sandpaper. most influential hip hop group of all time?
2: <sighs> De La Soul. I don't know fuck who would it be sugar hill gang it's gotta be right they started it that's what i'm saying like yeah. doesn't that count <laughs> like does that count as the most influential
1: I, I don't know i got i got a few in here that i could toss up i just don't know if y'all are ready for that <sighs> discussion yet
2: what do you want to say tribe no you want to say outcast no. all right throw me throw me one run. throw, me a, throw <laughs> me a bone run dmc what commercialization of rap influential what I thought you were gonna have a case why and not just like <laughs> say the name and then just say they're influential
3: as like you <laughs> you got mad at me when I said Wu-Tang and you were like alright we're gonna skip that topic
2: but I had a case for Wu-Tang but you get what I'm saying like you can't say that the topic is who are the most influential say the artist and then just restate the title as like the explanation yeah <laughs> <It's> like
1: <laughs> okay well what about the uh, what, what about like the the Beastie Boys why?
2: <laughs> I will, the Paul Revere beat for production. Flipping and reversing kicks. That's a good,
1: that's
3: one. A good Yeah, that's a good explanation. That's Don't good worry, reasoning. I'll fucking
2: I'll explain your picks. Don't worry. <laughs> since I know you didn't <laughs> think through it. They're influential. Um NWA? That's a conspiracy that we have to cover next. <laughs> what would they be influential with, other than like that, like protest? I was gonna say
1: like, yeah, outspoken.
2: They
3: say so they kind of pioneered like that West Coast hip hop sound and like made Wouldn't it. Wouldn't you like, say that's
2: Dre, that I that would is attribute Dre, all of it to Dre.
3: But like, he was a part of NWA when like that became like democratized and like kind of spread like further out.
2: Um. J- doggy style or the NWA being more influential for everything doggy I style lean doggy style yeah yeah like that
3: is definitely it's definitely like more Dre but I, don't know, I feel like NWA like deserves some credit on that
2: and anti-police anthems that still get played today because like who else has made a, a, a really easy fuck the police song
1: right? yeah um a couple hot takes three six mafia
2: Oh, that's not a hot take. This is a very, 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 very good one. Are you going to tell me why or do I have to do No, why? you are. <laughs> okay. So Memphis Sound is basically the foundation of literally everything that's come out since the 2010s. Whether it's ASAP Rocky, whether it goes to Chief Keef, whether it goes to any of the flows that any of the rappers use nowadays when it goes to like Lil Uzi Vert, 21 Savage, anyone, like Young Dolph. Just the entire like really cloudy, really like, oh, what do you, it's not like spacey. It's just really rough, but it's really dark and horrorcore. And just like, there's so much of it that just influences the way that hip hop sounds right now. Like, if you listen to Slob on My Knob, that exact beat just got remade in The Plain Jane by ASAP Ferg, like, what, two years ago? Yeah. and like, like that. That entire noise, that entire sound, along with even Chicken Head by Project Pat getting remade into Bickin' Head on Cardi B's album. Like I said, ASAP Rocky stole their entire flow. Like, all of that shit is 100% rooted inside of Memphis. Like, they might be one of the most... They might be the most influential group of all time. Just in, like, the current foundation and just, like, all the sounds and all the way that, like, music's being made. Like, you listen to Juicy J's production that he made now versus, like, what they were making back then and you're like, you can just hear it. Like, it's everywhere. That's a good one. It's a good That's one. not a dark horse. That that might be, like, the, the one.
1: It's, well, because I wasn't going to... Talk about like groups like Outkast or Tribe or, or stuff like that. Because, I mean, obviously we know how popular they were um, with their music and everything like that. I mean, definitely don't get me wrong. Like they were pioneers in their own way. But it's not like I, I just wanted to think of it more on the, on the other side of things.
2: So for if I was going to make a case for Outkast, Outkast would be like, you can be weird. You can be so weird. Because they were, like, yeah. some of the first rappers to just be fucking out there and weird, talking about aliens and all kinds of shit like that. Like, what, did 18 Aliens drop in 96? Like, uh, that's what, like...
3: Yeah, that was also, like, kind of, like, when, like, comic books, when they were, like, started incorporating, like, that style, like, way more heavily into hip-hop.
2: Like, that's... Th- I, I think comic books and shit like that go to more, like, Wu-Tang or, like, uh, uh what the fuck is his name? Dr. Octa- 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 Octagon, Octagon, whoever sang Blue Flowers. yeah Yeah. That dude... He, like, that's, like, their, like, own superhero thing. But, like, Outkast started, like, this introspective, like, this is when Atlanta started the, like, bubble before it started. Like, Atlanta just burst, like, once Krunk started taking over. Because the thing with Krunk is Krunk's super influenced by Memphis. It's just that Memphis didn't want to commercialize it and properly push it the right way. So they just took it to Atlanta, where Atlanta's just like, fuck it, let's just start pushing whatever we think sounds good. That's why Crunk started inside of, um... Atlanta with Lil John instead of like up in Memphis because the sound was already coming out of Memphis. It's just they got moved down to Atlanta, um, but with like Outkast, it's like all that introspection, but also like the space-aged beats. Once we started getting to like Aquemini, like when they got to Aquemini, then it's just like they're just throwing artistic shit at the wall and just like letting it go. And it's like this is just so incredible. It's so innovative. It's so musically like well put together. And it's, like, you keep continuing on with, like, each project that came out. Stankonia, like, Miss Jackson and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just so many different things that just, like, you're getting all of these people to, like, pay attention to the South and music coming from there. And then it's, like, if you really want to keep going, then you go to um, fucking uh, speaker Box and the Love Below and you, you go into the Love Below with Andre just singing the entire I, time.
3: I was just about to mention, like, do you think that, like, you could trace back, like, the prevalence of, like, rappers who – kind of like dabble in singing or at least try to sing back to Outcast,
2: I would go with that. I feel like Ja Rule is way more foundational with like the singing because he can't sing. But like he had the melodic like flows and choruses yes. and shit like that. Like especially that joint with Ashanti mm-hmm. like that 100% like that's when I was like Rap wants to sing like really bad because like the Love Below Andre can like write love songs and like construct really nice like fluffy pieces. And like he can sing too that's the thing is like he can actually sing there's a difference between actually singing and then trying to sing and this then just like going and I feel like Ja Rule's trying to sing is what pushed that a lot farther forward but that would be the case I would make for um, outcast tribe I don't think you can make one for tribe really tribe would be like a really niche like New York boom bap influence like it would only be in that area I don't feel like a lot of things that tribe did really influence things like on a grander scale. Would you say the same thing for the locks? Oh, hundred yep. percent. Yeah. The locks is like a hundred percent New York. Like I, I'd be hard pressed finding people that I know that like outside of this podcast, just saying, do you know who the locks are? Do you know who J- Jada Kiss is right. and stuff like that? Like that would be an impossible conversation. To have.
1: So the only other two groups that I wanted to uh, throw out there just for, for shits and giggles um, mob deep, and then the diplomats.
2: Diplomats went hard
1: in like the two
3: thousand. I know. So diplomats, like, if we were a New York podcast, we would have diplomats at the top, like no matter what.
1: that mean,
2: Cameron, Jewel Santana. I was thinking between them and Wu Tang, like <laughs> you know, because what? That that's true, but like I
3: I feel like Dipset was more. Of a thing. Or would have been more like. Prevalent for us personally.
1: Well I guess my question would be. I I mean (sighs) would you. Would you attribute. Say for example like anthems. To like diplomats. Or like groups like UGK.
2: Uh, Oh my god dude. There. If you go back and listen to like UGK. And you listen to Pimp C. The way that Pimp C raps. You're just like. There's nobody cooler than this motherfucker out there. Like his flows and the way he raps is just so crazy. Like um you listen to the first verse on I think it's called Game Belongs to Me off of the album with um International Players Anthem. Mm-hmm. You listen to that first verse and you're like Pimp C is the greatest rapper of all time. <laughs> like his flow, his flow is so smooth and it's so cool. And it's just so incredible. Like, I I don't know if you guys ever heard that song, but if you just, li- it's literally just the first verse, you'll just be like, wow. Because the beat is like, it has so much swang to it. And like the way he raps, it's just so smooth across it. And it's just, it's incredible. It's like riding in the Cadillac.
1: International Players Anthem is still a bop.
2: It's not a bop. <laughs> it's a good song. Like, it's a great song. It's not a bop. <laughs> um,.
3: One day we have to sit down and classify like a bop versus a banger versus a smash.
1: Most That's recent fun. artists, really fun. You'd consider in your top artists of all time. Are we ready for this discussion? I'm not f-
2: ready for this discussion. I'm ready to have a serious <laughs> discussion on that one. Or or or. Let's, or I want
1: to. I want almost want to save that to next
2: week. All right. How about? Do you want to do uh, a? <laughs>
1: I thought about that. I thought about that today.
2: You want to do You want to do this one?
1: We can talk about it now. I can't- I can't- I'm, I- I can't do that T- topic. TC's illiterate.
4: <laughs>
2: we know! He, he can't define his own fucking segments. All right, all right, all right, all right. Top five moments that bring you comfort. I'm just kidding. We're not going to do that one. <laughs> Shirts versus skins game of basketball. So you, have we all played pickup basketball before? Yes. yes. This is mostly towards Tyro. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, have you, play, have th- you played a game where you've had to either become the person that wears the shirt or you have to, like, strip off that upper piece of clothing to play? To know who's on your team. Yes. Okay, okay,
3: so we – okay,
2: so great. We all can relate. I I understand
3: why you asked me these questions, and I I just want to clarify that. Those are valid questions to ask because I don't play sports.
2: (laughs) Okay. Did you have something to say before I continue with the topic?
1: Yes. No, I just
2: wanted to address that for
1: the audience. Because I feel like this has to be prefaced um, with being a captain.
2: This is important. This is important. We will get to that. Okay. Because this was when I had proposed the question to, to young Catworth, a.k.a. Kitty. He uh, he said if he's captain, it de- then they're, they're shirts all time. Because if he's the highest of the pecking order, like, he can't be embarrassed with his tummy out. That's the thing. <laughs> so anyway, shirts versus skins game of basketball. When you pick players, does being on the shirts team or the skins team affect how you pick the players to be on your team. Yes. Why? Because
3: here, here's the thing. If I'm already, if, if I'm shirts, I don't give a shit. I will pick whoever's the better player. But if I am on the skins, there's no reason to embarrass other folks. I'm already out there fucking chubby as shit, tummy hanging out, titty swapping everywhere. Like... I pick maybe that one other person catch, to embarrass, be embarrassed alongside me, but like apart from that, I'm like I gotta have like some decent people out here to hopefully draw attention away from me. So like, Tz
2: Tz, you want to go?
1: Yeah. Um, no, it 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 doesn't it doesn't affect how how I choose. <sighs> We're
2: not all sculpted, like yeah, smoking like a skinny man over there. <laughs> Yeah, he's built like he's built like uh what do you what do you Adonis? Do you, no, he's built like fucking what Eric Bledsoe, like fucking big shoulders and just yoking <laughs> at Jimmy Butler pre-COVID with the muscles and the veins and shit. Andre Iguodala, like you look like you can bench at least 360, like at any given moment, no stretching, you could have the suit and tie on. If like we all don't look like that,
1: yeah, it it doesn't it doesn't affect uh, how I would choose. Um in the past situations that I've that I've run into, you know, um, if even if someone was was uncomfortable uh, taking that upper layer of clothing off of their torso, uh, they they weren't forced to do it. So uh, there's there's a little loophole, there's a workaround. Even if they if they didn't want to, if I was if I was kids, for example, right? Say for example, mm-hmm. I was on a previous team that lost, and yep. and, and I was forced. To be skits, right? Yep. Um, yep. Uh, I. You just
2: want to get on the court, right? You I'm, just got to get some running. I'm trying,
1: right? I'm trying to get. I'm trying to. I'm trying to run trying back to and forth. That I mean, I'm trying to. Exactly, I'm, I'm trying yep. to get some games in. I'm trying to. Trying to get the exactly. steps. So. Yep. Um, Points on the board. I don't. Minutes. I don't. care if you don't like it. You're, you're gonna be playing. Get yep. over
2: it. That's a great mentality. It's a great ball is life. That's that's a great mentality. Just got to be on the court at all time. Exactly. Times. I respect it. I me too uh for me personally I, it's a lot a lot of thought process going in the thing is is like if I'm picking a team so say like um say LeBron's on the other team that we gotta sure. we gotta be skins we gotta be skins bro I can't have LeBron out here just jacked the perfect specimen of a human body with his shirt off like I can't have that energy out there and like we're running around trying to match that we gotta we gotta we gotta hide that shit he's gotta be a shirt like keep that shit under. Other talk, like it don't matter. If I got Jokic on my team, we gotta be shirts. Do Luca shirts. LeBron on my team, skins. It's like stuff like that. You gotta think of the optics of it. You gotta be like, who's the who's gonna be the hottest on the court? TZ's on the other team. Shirts. You know what it is. He can be skins all he wants. I could be out there with a fucking parka on. <laughs> we know how this is gonna go down.
1: I. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Wait, what am I saying? We're gonna be on the same team either way. Right. Like, what am I saying? I don't know why we
1: would ever get put on opposite teams. Like, that's fucking wild.
2: exactly. Like, I don't even horrible hypothetical. You know, it's fucking crazy. We like, we, we come in the we come <laughs> as a package. Yeah. It's like balls or something.
3: Tia and Jordan like balls in a sack. It's
2: great. <laughs> <crazy>. Wow, <laughs> life. All we do is bring life. <laughs> you know, man. Come on.
1: Okay, so, so I just gotta. I just got a question. I gotta pose to you. Okay. um more so just like a just a disagreement okay
2: okay
1: um is this something that like actually went through your head while you were playing pickup because i feel like this is like a topic that you thought of like recently
2: do you do you see uh do you see where the the bold is yeah yeah i heard it on a podcast <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay, thank you. Appreciate it. I appreciate your honesty. I don't even,
2: I honestly don't know how it divulged into it, but they just started going through NBA players and they're like, shirts, <laughs> <laughs> skins. <laughs> and I was like, this is so
3: stupid. <laughs> I was like, this is so fucking dumb.
2: Uh, like, it has nothing to do with anything. Kyle Larry on my team, fat ass, shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Wait,
3: hang on, hang on. Could you imagine, like, you show up to an NBA game? and they were like hey we forgot the traveling jerseys we just got to go shirts versus skins out there
2: <laughs> you be like you be like why is fred van fleet got a beer belly
1: <laughs> yo that's fucking big dad energy right there settle down bro.
2: Well, he is so good he is so good at basketball <laughs>
1: tyrell yeah get into the iceberg
3: all <sighs> right Dude, we are we are 1 2 Three, four, five, six, seven, eight layers deep. Next week is the last of, like, the official iceberg. No way. Uh, yeah. Last. Next week is uh, the last layer. I do have a shit ton of conspiracies that got thrown into the comments on both posts that I can continue to read after. <laughs> hey, that's all we need, baby. <laughs> yeah. But, uh... As far as official rap conspiracy iceberg version 1.1 is concerned, we are done with it next week. Uh, this week, the picture of cannabis is him with the top half of his head blown off, staring sadly into the camera with this green filter over his face. Uh, th- this layer has some like really interesting shit, too. Uh, We're going to start off with Sentient SoundCloud, which Jordan and I talked briefly about last
2: week. Just, like, saying it out loud, it is so fire. Like, the idea that SoundCloud has just completely ran by itself and is just existing in the cloud on some, like, AWS server somewhere and is 100% just perpetuating and just fucking whatever machine algorithm to spit out recommended music is just pumping through and it just hangs out and does its thing. I'm like, fuck it. Like, I could believe that it's 100% not run by humans because the UI on that is so shit. Oh, yeah. And every time they update it, it's just so fucking garbage. Like, who the hell thinks this is useful besides a computer?
1: I don't mean to, uh, to sidestep what's going on here. But I just want to mention a, a relevant discussion here talking about Big Dad Energy. Uh, he just crossed up. Or he did a stutter step. Crossover to Giannis at the top of the key. Uh, finished with contact left hand uh, layup. Shouts to Fred VanVleet. That hard.
2: Wow. I just came a little hearing that description. Incredible. Oh, my God. Just wait till you have to paint that scenario out with cars. Oh, fuck.
3: Yo, you, that last one you hit me with, I was like, fuck, I have to actually work for this one. <laughs> Like, yeah, I know. I was like, it, it I was involved, like how the fuck like, is he going to do an Iverson cut? Yeah, it <laughs> involved like, other people that like had to be involved with everything. It was fucking a nightmare to think about it,
2: it would have been a great scene in Baby Driver. That's all I got to say. Yeah, they should have hired me to write for the sequel. Exactly. Um, you should write everything. Forever. <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, Drake killed Triple X. Oh, was there anything on this? No. That it's true. He was so jealous. He was so jealous of Look At Me.
3: That... That was essentially what everything amounted to, was that Drake was uh, jealous of the like rise of Triple X. He was like, he's going to be bigger than I am. I can't have that. And he just stepped in and fucking put it down. Well, we know Drake he... is emotional, so. This is true. But I also don't think Drake has shooters. Like I just, he... I disagree.
1: I just can't think
2: of him. Drake as is not. No, he has dinner with him. Drake is it's not a, a shooter, shooter, but Drake has shooters. Uh, yeah. So he's like Draymond Green.
3: I, I will concede that Drake definitely has the money for shooters. But I feel like it I feel like it's not him. It's like it has to go through like middlemen to get to the shooters. Because like Drake's like just not that type of dude. Uh in quotes, who is Mr. Fantastic? Mr. Fantastic was a featured rapper on two MF Doom tracks. I think it's two. Uh no one knows who he is. No one has like any information. Doesn't
1: Ski Mask the Slump Slump God is mm-hmm. have a, food, isn't
2: it? Hmm?
1: Doesn't Ski Mask the Slump God have a, a line about Mr. Fantastic?
2: It could be about that Mr. Fantastic, or it could be about Mr. Fantastic in the Fantastic Four. Yeah. What
3: did you say before that, Jordan? It's on mm food, isn't it? I think so. But, like, the running theory is that it's um, uh, an alter ego snitches. for Madlib.
2: What was that? He's on rap snitches telling all their business. Take yeah. them to court. They'd be their own star witness. The, the running theory yeah. is that it's the rapping, like, alter ego of uh, Mad
3: Lib. But when asked about it, MF Doom just said, it. Mr. Fantastic is dead. And nothing else. NWA serves NWO. This, and they're influential. They're influential. Uh, this this one I remember uh, um, digging into, and it tied into um, the the meeting where rap music started to get pushed, like to promote um, like gangs and violence and stuff, to try and funnel people into like the private prison system. Um, they the N.W.A. as like the The first instance of that And like the most successful Because they have shaped So much of like the landscape of hip-hop in that way Um So yeah NWA, most influential hip-hop group We discovered that in the rap conspiracy iceberg Quasimodo Talpa. Quasimodo is like the actual Like rap alter ego Mad
2: Lib, right? Yes Yeah bad flow but like (laughs) if the only reason it's good is because like the beats are so good and like the way he pitches his voice and plays with his voice is kind of fire but god like i don't know it's cool his projects are cool
3: yeah do you know what a tulpa is no so a alpha i believe it's buddhist it's um at the very least it's like east asian but it refers to something that exists solely because so many people believe it exists. So, like... Th- I feel like what this is saying is that Quasimodo has a corporeal form solely because people believe that Quasimodo should have a cor- corporeal form. That's... Um, a, good, a good example of this is, like, uh, the people who see, like, Bigfoot... Or like UFOs or like Slenderman like the people who are like Mm -hmm. oh man I saw Slenderman in real life like it's because there's so much belief around it that like you just start to that it has to exist yeah yeah
2: but what does that mean does the music not exist without us believing in the music existing I I don't know
3: (laughs) I honestly couldn't tell you what that means for Quasimodo because that music
2: still exists without Quasimodo he's on mad villainy too yeah He's on America's Most Blunted. So, is it a figment of my high imagination? Who it knows? Yeah. Who knows? Uh, All I know. No, keep going. on. I was just it. gonna say some doom lyrics. So it's just whatever.
3: You, you can you can complete them because it's way it's way better than what I'm about to read.
2: Uh <laughs> nah. You can you, you just read it. <laughs> uh, up next is Cash Money Pedal Rings. It's got to be like the Little Wayne type
1: shit, right? It, like.
3: It's absolutely like the Lil Wayne type shit and like the weird things that Birdman would do and like how uh, cash money like in the early years would just like recruit so many like teenagers and children. <coughs> it's actually a ridiculous amount, but yeah. Yeah. Because like Lil Wayne was only like, what, 15, 16? I thought he was like 13 and 12. Yeah.
2: But yeah, like, I don't know. They got inspired by Bow Wow getting picked up at seven, and it's just like, fuck it, let's just take these kids and run. Mad Wait, Ox, come on. Has Bow Wow been in the game longer than Lil Wayne? Yeah,
3: that's crazy. Because re-
2: remember our, the Arsenio Hall? Yeah, that was, was when like he was six, and that was when Doggy Style. He's on Doggy Style. I, Doggy I Style guess, came out in like '94.
3: I guess it just never like clicked for me that like Bow Wow was been around. Let me get before Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne feels like such to- a fucking force in hip hop.
2: Ninety three.
3: Yeah. Doggy style. Yeah, Lil Wayne just feels like such a fucking force in hip hop, whereas Bow Wow has kind of not been there. He's as strong?
2: Where the fuck? You were on the playground saying "bounce with me, bounce with me." Like, get the fuck out of here. Uh, of next Kanye West Truman Show. Fire. Yeah. Legitimately fire. Like we're all just fucking watching him live his life now. Honestly, like, this doesn't feel like a conspiracy. Like, the way Kanye, like, acts and, like,
3: behaves He might out there think in the he world, is,
2: like, he might think he's in the show. And then the Kardashian show happens. Like, come on. Yeah, like, it, the pieces for this fit together too well. For Exactly. To Has Kanye ever made a good album? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about that the other day. Uh, I was listening to, like, a little baby song, and I was like, huh.
3: Fair enough. Is Kanye good? Kanye good. (laughs) Mad City murder confession. Fire. We listened to the entirety of Mad City and we were like, where would the confession be? And in every verse there is a possible line that could be a confession of murder. Like low-key like it's not
2: direct, but it's like eh, hints really hard at it. Yeah, like the the whole thing Kendrick Lamar grifting murder.
3: Because, like, he even, he even bleeps King. out, like, the name of an individual at the same burger stand where, bleep, hang out. This is not a tape recorder, tape recorder saying, that he, saying that he
2: did it. But ever, ever since, since the i, day, t- I've been I was looking, looking at, at him indif-
3: different. Like, that was back when that was nine. Joey Peck not. <laughs> yeah, like, there's just so, oh like, I'm, I can't think of, like, any of the other ones off the top of my head. But it's, like, every fucking verse. If I that told you I killed a, at 16, part. would you believe me?
2: Or, or would you see me be to be innocent, innocent Kendrick? Yeah, like... With some now and laters and a basketball, or it's a basketball and some now and laters to eat, would you, that's, mm, like, there's so many points in there where I'm like, this, this could be, like, it's a, it's a good one, it's a good one, I don't know why it's this far down, but, like, yeah, Yeah,
3: again, like, much like Kanye West Truman show, like, pieces together, fit, pieces fit together really well, like, this could be up
2: high, yep, Picasso baby spirit cooking, that one we struggled on. Yeah, cause like we we couldn't figure cause it's we're we're assuming it's a tie to Picasso Baby by Jay Z off of Magna Carta Holy yep. Grail, and we kind of thought it had to do with the video, but like we couldn't find the video anywhere. No, and I do remember watching the video. I, I do remember it coming out. Yeah,
3: so like I started like digging into this, and it does not help this fucking false narrative that you have created around me. Um, it's. The Picasso baby spirit cooking like conspiracy is really rooted in like Pizzagate and like the other shit that QAnon does where they're like it's promoting pedophilia because it's Jay-Z and his fucking circle of elites and like it there's no basis for it anywhere and I don't know why it's on here. But I did my best to figure it out. The wise owl laughs at the crowd. You know,
2: that ties way the fuck back. It does. Do you want to take that one? Because. Nah, you love can I bus. (laughs) Can I bus. (laughs) (laughs) So.
3: (laughs) So this, this single bar is the reason that like cannabis is the fucking face of the rap conspiracy iceberg because it's something that he said when he fucking rolled up to the rap battle with his arm in a sling reading lyrics off a piece of paper looking like fucking zooted like he's not all there like he is his mind is somewhere else and he had claimed to be abducted by the men in black and everything i don't remember what the buildup is to this um,
2: it's literally right at the beginning, though. I feel it's like there's like, it's one, it's in the first stanza. Like, it's 100% in the first verse. And then, remember, it's like 46 minutes and it happens at like minute three or some oh, shit. Oh, fuck yeah, you're right. But like, again, I
3: don't know what this is referring to. It might be like a reference to fucking OVO
2: and like their worship of Minerva. It's honestly just hard to tell. Like, he just said it, and it's yeah. just weird that he, like, said it. Because, like, in the context of everything else, it really doesn't fit. He just kind of says that line, and it's just, like, the wise owl laughs at the crowd is just so ominous, you know? Like, it, like it's, like, are you being philosophical, or is it, like, that's how it, the conspiracy started. Like, because low-key, it's kind of hard. The oh, wise yeah. owl laughs at the crowd. Like, come on. You watch Christopher Robin out there in the, the fucking woods with Winnie the Pooh. Tigger, I heard a really good line about Tigger the other day, and it was something about, um, what the fuck was it? I don't know if it was titties bounce like Tigger or what. I can't remember, but it was a great line. But the wise owl used to watch Pooh Bear (laughs) get his head stuck in honey. Like, come on. You laughing at that crowd. I just, um,
3: so I just looked up, uh, the wise owl laughed at the crowd. Found a forum that said it's been two years now. Has anyone deciphered what that means? And I found a six like bullet point thing that is fucking like eight paragraphs. And I'm just gonna read it all word for word because fuck it. I'm sure most of you still don't get it, even though cannabis laid out many clues. First of all, the biggest clue should be the appearance of Classic Pack. Who is Classic Pack? Well. He is someone that hasn't been seen in about 10 years. He first appeared on Cannabis' C True Hollywood Stories album that was a parody of the music industry. The theme of the album has Cannabis saving Stan and taking him on tour with him and forming a group called C4. Stan in the album is supposed to be Eminem, seeing that Eminem admired Cannabis in the beginning of their careers and asked Cannabis for a feature, which started their feud. Their group name, C4, is a play on D12. A lot of this is already known, but Classic Pack's involvement has been understated. Classic Pac, then known as Pac-Man, was supposed to be mocking Beanie Siegel. If you remember, Beanie dissed Cannabis in his beef with Jadakiss. Beanie's first single, Mac-Man, utilized the Pac-Man video game for the beat, so that's where the name Pac-Man comes from. Then on the album, Pac-Man is featured on two video game sounding songs, Hate You 2 and Love You 2 Then Pac-Man disappears and pops up at the battle with Classic Pac, aka Cannabis' brother. There is also a blog in which Pac talks about having a Nicki Minaj feature, but is really a sampled chorus which is just mocking the bizarre song with Nicki. Two, cannabis said counter psychological pressures reduce the pressure. Basically, it didn't matter if he choked when he was trying to choke anyway. I'm sure many of cannabis's bars that he meant to hit actually didn't, but it wouldn't matter. Don't forget, the wise owl laughs at the crowd. Three, so cannabis went missing a week before the battle, was a no-show at a couple of concerts, and then popped up with a sling and stitches. But that's he what he got was trying to
4: captured
2: by the men in black.
3: Yeah, we all know this. That's what he was trying to explain (laughs) in the second round. Separated shoulder crawling out of border control.
2: The first president of the United States was George Washington. LeBron James is the greatest basketball player of all time. We need oxygen to live. And cannabis was kidnapped by men in black. (laughs) They teach you that in school. Exactly.
3: (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) So if like this just happened class. in the past week. and he was It's like kindergarten class
2: weeks. and you have to do like a fucking diorama on your favorite hero. <laughs> and you, you got motherfuckers doing,
3: oh, who's that? Oh, it's Kobe. Like, you people know, are like, write, like People are writing like reports on like presidents of the United States. And then there's someone who's like writing up like cannabis and his abduction by
2: the, by the men in black. <laughs> They're like, this is a national hero. He And then the kindergartner concludes the, the speech with, and as the great philosopher Cannabis said before he ascended into heaven, the wise owl laughs at the crowd. <laughs> Thank you. And then the child ascends to God. And then lands on Caves 1 and we start another Binding of Isaac run.
3: We start another Binding of Isaac run.
2: <laughs> I mean,
3: you're, you're not wrong. Oh, fuck. I don't want to read the rest of this. It's like, it's really long.
2: Nah, I was gonna say if you want to fucking save the wise owl, laughs at the crowd for a a, a literal own segment. <laughs> <laughs> it could be honestly. Um, moving along. Uh,
3: Kabbalah Ghost Riders. Kabbalah Ghost Riders. Uh, Kabbalah is the, uh, like. Um, the original interpretation of the Bible, or like the Torah, uh-huh. where like mm-hmm. it's the mystical interpretation. Um, originally, like, told, like, orally and, like, as, like, an oral history. And now it's just kind of this, uh, like, esoteric, like, school of thought that is still, like, taught, I guess. Mm -hmm. But I'm assuming what this means is that there's a bunch of ghostwriters who are schooled in the knowledge of of Kabbalah. And they incorporate, like, the mystic... Portions of the Bible into lyrics today. What evidence is there for this? There is none. Got nothing for you. The cult of Dr. Sebi.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Amen. That shit was... Pretty prevalent in the last, like, fucking decade. Like, breakfast club interviews... Um, wasn't Nipsey pushing that shit too? Hard?
3: Nipsey was working on a fucking documentary About uh, Dr. Sebi When he was killed And there was the conspiracy that he was killed Because of the documentary about Dr. Sebi
1: Have we covered that conspiracy yet?
3: No, this is the first time it's come up
1: mm-hmm. Sounds like a face ice- iceberg to me it, it
3: should be way, fire- way higher up I like that uh, when you look up Dr. Sebi, you get his, his Wikipedia page. It says he was a Honduran herbalist and self-proclaimed healer. He claimed to cure all disease with uh, herbs and a vegan diet based on various pseudoscientific claims and denied that HIV called AIDS. Numerous entertainment and uh, acting celebrities were among his clients, including Michael Jackson... Left Eye Lopez, and John Travolta. Although he used the title and name Dr. Sebi, he had not completed any formal medical training and was considered a quack by licensed doctors. Uh, So yeah, but like, people who believe in Dr. Sebi fucking believe in Dr. Sebi. Like, they are vicious in... Like, if you're like, "Mm, I don't know if that sounds like quite believable they're like no fuck you
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah
3: i don't know what this last one is liar cohen after never mind
2: oh go on i don't know either no no it's unrelated. it's 100% unrelated i promise oh well, i mean it's we're at the fucking end of this yeah i know but you have to you have to say the, the leor cohen of dior home don't you remember when kanye says that in that one song no tz should know since that he fucking got uh, a dick so far down his throat you don't remember?
3: <sighs> yeah, I got nothing. We are calling Afterworld. We, we can't just sit here in silence, someone's gotta, gotta talk.
2: I'm sorry, but Genius <laughs> is fucking not loading for me right now. I'm sorry. Wait, freeze. God damn it. Like the one time <laughs> I needed to just like fucking load, it's just hitching. <laughs> I just, I wanna read this,
3: this fucking headline to you. Because I looked up Lior Cohen, Afterworld, and this article is, Rapper Scarface is anti-Semitic, and that's okay. That's not okay. I'm going to go out on on a limb here and say it's not okay to be an
2: anti-Semite. Oh my god, I think Genius is actually down, like legitimately. (laughs) But anyway, on Devil in a New Dress, Kanye does says... Does say the Lee R. Cohen of DR Home, that's DR Home, not DR Homie. <laughs> like, it's it's a lot. But yeah, that's, so it's not like I'm making up shit. you huh?
4: mm.
3: I have been disconnected. From okay, everything. we're sitting
2: in silence again. Like, we gotta keep going. Where'd TZ go? Oh my god, I disconnected.
4: Discord has crashed, apparently, because fucking
3: TZ and Jordan just dropped from my shit. Everywhere. I'm so definite I'm a millionaire I act like I don't care That's cause
0: I don't care Still right there Used to live right there now I'm everywhere That bitch is everywhere I'm so definite I'm a millionaire I act like I don't care That's cause I don't care When he coming They can't lose it she tryna make love, I'm tryna make movies. Whoa. don't be crying, bitch, I do this. I stunt for real, these niggas do this. From the front, my bitch a beauty. From the back, look at that booty. She wanna party with my goonies. I'm tryna three-way with her roomie. Hey roomie, I bet you wish that I was still right there. Used to live right there. Now I'm everywhere, got bitches everywhere. I'm so debonair, I'm a millionaire I act like I don't care, that's cause I don't care Still right there, used to live right there Now I'm everywhere